Now, for those of you who have been with us for several, the last ten weeks, we've been doing a series called Letting Go. It's based on a book by Brene Brown called The Gifts of Imperfection. I've encouraged you that if you've liked the sermon series at all, that you would go and buy this book. I think you'll find it a wonderful resource for you and for your life. Um, The hope and the prayer of the series has been that we would let go of who we think we're supposed to be and that we would instead embrace who God created us to be. And, And so today is the final sermon series in that series, and it's letting go of being cool and always in control. Uh, It was amazing this past week, as Reverend Martha told you in the children's time this morning, we had over 200 children who were registered to attend Vacation Bible School. This sanctuary was packed full of kids from Sunday night until Thursday. It was a great, great atmosphere. It was one of the largest VBS crowds that we've had in quite a while. And um, I don't know if you saw it, but last week on Facebook, one day, Reverend Martha posted a video of the kids singing the song that they sang this morning. Uh, they sang it much more enthusiastically then than they did today. Uh, I watched that video. In fact, it was one of the most uh, viewed posts on our Facebook page that we've had in a long time. So many of you saw that video as well. I watched it several times. The first couple of times that I watched it, I was focused only on the kids, watching the way that they were laughing and singing and dancing. It was just amazing to watch them. And every time I watched it, I saw something different, something funny. And then I decided to watch it and watch the adults. And I noticed something pretty interesting. The closer you were to the front and the more surrounded by the kids you were, the adults were also laughing and singing and dancing in much the same way that the kids were. But if you look further back, the further removed from the rest of the kids, you would see the adults laughing and singing and dancing like this. And I wondered, what happened? Why is that the case? Why, why are our kids, as soon as we turned on that video last week, and we said, okay, here's the songs we're going to sing, here are the moves to all the songs, and here are the words to the songs, as soon as we turned on that video, those kids just started doing it. They just started laughing and singing and dancing, and, and it was pretty amazing. Uh, and, and, the, and the cool thing is, is that when you watch the kids, um, they were in the zone. I mean, they were like, it didn't matter, am I dancing like the people in the video? No, I don't care, man. I got my own moves going on, you know? And like, am I dancing like the kids next to me? I don't care. I am doing my own thing, you know? This is my moment, even when the lions roar, you know? And then you look at the adults and they're like, even when the lions What happened? You know, it's as if the kids were doing what God created them to do. You know, there are all these scriptures in the Gospels about Jesus relating to children. He says, let the children come unto me. He says, unless you're like children, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. 
You know, it's, it's almost as if the way children act is the way that we were created to act, to really just let loose and have fun and to laugh and to sing and to dance. And all of us adults, us grown people, we used to be that way too. And then somebody told us, Tommy, you can't sing. Or you might could sing, but you can't sing as good as Reverend Mary. Or somebody walked up to you and said, you can't dance. Or you can't dance like Tommy. You know, they used to call him... (laughs) They used to call him coffee in high school because he'd grind so fine on the dance floor. (laughs) Or... Or you're not funny... You're not as funny as somebody else. And so people begin to tell you that stuff, and it's almost like they take the permission away from us to laugh and to sing and to dance. And we become more worried about being self-conscious than we do self-expressing, which is the way that God created us to be. And, And that's what happens to many of us. You become more worried about what other people think. We become more worried about being perceived as goofy or silly or awkward. And so we stop doing a lot of those things that we used to do when we were kids. Well, Jesus, when He came to earth and walked among humanity, He came with a mission. And you can look throughout Scripture for what that mission was, but basically the the best example of that would be in uh, Luke's Gospel when Jesus is reading from the scroll of Isaiah, and He says, this is what I came to do, that the Spirit of the Lord is upon Me, and I came to be anointed to bring good news to the poor, proclaim release to the captives, recovery of the sight to the blind, and letting the oppressed go free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus came and walked among us because Jesus had a very important mission from on high. And even though He had this important mission, He still found time to have a little fun. He still found time to laugh and to sing and to dance. And Jesus knew that He needed it. I mean, Jesus is in the midst of a career change. You ever experienced one of those? Jesus had been a carpenter, and now He's being called into this public ministry for the sake of sharing the good news and, and to begin his, in full force His mission uh, to the world. And so He's in the midst of this career change. He's been in the midst of calling and identifying some disciples that might be able to walk with Him. He's having to leave the comfort of His home. You know, Jesus was the first Methodist preacher, right? Itinerating from one place to the next. The world was His parish. 
He was always on the move, always going somewhere else. So Jesus was leaving behind the comforts of home and his own bed to go and to pursue this calling that God had placed upon his life. And then the 40 days immediately before the scripture that we've read about today were, were, were stressful days. He was out in the middle of the desert and he had no food and he had no water and he was in this uh, uh, confrontation with the devil. The devil was trying to tempt him to do things that Jesus uh, did not want to do and did not do. And so Jesus is in the midst of all of this stuff. You've got to know that in the midst of all of that stuff going on in his life, that Jesus knew, you know what? It's like, I'm like McDonald's. I need a break today, you know? And so in our scripture lesson this morning, Jesus goes to a wedding. And I don't think Jesus went to the wedding to turn water into wine. That's what happened, and many of you have been thanking Jesus ever since for doing that, turning water into wine. But I don't think that's why Jesus went to the wedding that day. I think Jesus just ended up turning water into wine as a favor to His mother and perhaps to the bride and the groom who were getting married that day. I don't think that Jesus went to the wedding that day to, to preach. There is no, he wasn't giving the wedding homily at the wedding that day. There's no record whatsoever that Jesus preached a sermon while he was there that day. And I don't think Jesus went there to draw attention to himself. I mean, he said it himself in the text. He's like, look, my hour has not yet come. I, I don't really want to get involved in all of this. I don't think Jesus was there to draw attention to himself. I think Jesus knew that what all of us know, that it's all about the bride, you know. So just focus on the bride. I think that Jesus went to that wedding today, that day to have a little fun. I think Jesus was invited to that wedding because Jesus was fun to be around. There aren't a lot of evidences in the Scripture of Jesus laughing and dancing and singing, but I can almost guarantee you that my Jesus was at that wedding party cutting a rug. They might have been calling him coffee, you know. He was like, he was getting it. He was having fun. He was enjoying life. He was laughing. He was singing. He was dancing. He knew that's how God had created him. But we have this stuffy idea of Jesus. And we don't think about Jesus having fun all the time. I mean, uh, I think that Max Licato wrote about this in one of his books. He says that, that the Holy One didn't act like He was holier than thou. That the Almighty didn't act high and mighty that Jesus was invited to this wedding because Jesus was just a lot of fun. Jesus may have known it all, but He didn't act like a know-it-all. He was there at that wedding that day to laugh and to sing and to dance. And Jesus didn't care what everybody else thought about Him. You know, there are scriptures about what other people did think about him. You can read about those in some of the Gospels. He was accused of drink, being drinking too much and eating too much and hanging out with the wrong kinds of people. 
And Jesus didn't worry about that. Jesus knew that He was created with a mission, but a part of that mission was just to laugh and sing and dance and have fun. Our Vacation Bible School's kids this last week sort of reminded that me of that and sort of reinforced that. When we put that song on, they just started laughing and singing and dancing, and they didn't worry about what people were thinking or what people were saying. They were just truly, truly in the moment. And I wonder, when's the last time we just really let loose? I mean, in a good and fun, clean kind of way, but when's the last time that you just dropped this facade that you always have to be in control, that you always have to be cool, that you always have to act dignified and refined? When is the last time that you just rolled the windows down and turned the music up loud and just drove down the street, you know, dancing to the music and singing the song? When is the last time that you just allowed yourself to experience something that you enjoyed as a kid, but you thought maybe now you've just grown up for? When's the last time you just bought a coloring book and just started coloring? When is the last time that you just let go of feeling like you have to be a grown-up, always in control, and always being cool? Here's what the invitation of today's sermon is. Let somebody else run the family and the world for a little while at some point this week. And just do something fun. Let yourself go. Because that's an important part of who God created you to be.